what do these people look like in the game? Right? Like, who's oh, who yeah, you yeah, shooting so, at? Yeah, who's the good guys? Who's the bad oh, guys? Man. Yeah, so that was, that was a big portion of my paper. Um, and you just touched upon a few things. Hopefully, I'm able to remember it all. Mm -hmm. um, but, one, but before, if you can remind me about avatars. I got um, The thing about, the, you know, fun, funny story. When I, was, when I was finishing high school, um, none, of the, none of the CUNY schools got back to me. Mm -hmm. uh, no one accepted me. And I was ready to join the military. I was ready to join the Marines because I was like, okay, nobody, nobody wants me. So the next day after I graduated, I was like, okay, I'm going to the Marines. I'm on the bus. And my sister's like, hey, idiot. Uh, you've got like three acceptance letters right here. So don't do anything stupid. And that's when I was and that's like, okay, you know, maybe it was just a delay in the mail, uh -huh. uh, which is something we could also talk about later. Hope you're, hopefully, you're, sure, yeah. hopefully you're writing this down. Yeah, I got uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so that was my almost joined the military story after I graduated high school. But yeah, going back to the avatar, a key focus in my paper was how do people create their identities through the games they play? And I'm sure everyone's, everyone's aware of the Fortnite hype. Uh, and a lot of musicians are, uh, you know, I think a musician recently had a whole concert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Travis there. Scott, I think. Travis Scott, I think, yeah. He had a whole virtual, virtual concert. Concert. Yeah. Four years ago, they had Tupac and MJ and then Freddie Mercury as a hologram. Holograms, that's right. Mm -hmm. Right? Now we're having folks have concerts in a video game. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. But but besides the besides so besides that concert um a key part of my paper was how do folks form identities and in particular call of duty their stories are you know somewhat historical they do take some some kind of historical context and try to put their own spin on it you know mm -hmm. um and and when they do that they're they don't realize that they're putting this message out there that you know the bad guy and the bad guys are usually um, Russian. If they're not Russian, there's somebody from South America, mm. either they're Cuban or Mexican or some kind of brown or mm. African, right? And the player, you're usually playing somebody called John Smith, right? Who is very white, very straight. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I think that's the problem I have with the Call of Duty games. It's you're playing this white savior and you're just saving everyone from the big, bad, brown guy, black guy, or Russian guy, right. you know? Um, yeah, that's, then, a complex. That's, that's a complex that's in a lot of other medias, too, which we'll, we'll touch upon, but keep going, keep going. Let's and, 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 you know, a, ga a, a game that's also has also blown up um, was Overwatch. Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch is up there in eSports. It's one of the, you know... Number, I think you know a lot of a lot of tournaments. Kid people are winning a couple hundred thousands of dollars. I got a dumb question. What's Overwatch? What's Overwatch? So, so Overwatch is a first-person shooter game. Okay. Very identical to Call of Duty, mm -hmm. except um, instead of playing a white, you you can play a white guy with a gun. But mm -hmm. the thing is, over, what makes Overwatch different from Call of Duty is that you're playing a hero or a villain or an anti-hero. And these folks have a story. So these characters have a background to them. And what, what's really interesting is Blizzard, the company who made Overwatch, mm -hmm. they, they didn't really, they're not really pulling the whole story out for everyone to see right away. Mm 
every yeah. few months they release a new character they release a video an animated video about a character's background that's like oh that's how this person ties in with that person that's mm -hmm. why they hate each other whatever mm -hmm. but what's what made overwatch really cool and really interesting is that they introduced diverse characters right mm -hmm. so now you have a character named reaper reaper whose real name is, I can't remember his last name, um, but his first name is Gabriel, who's Sp uh, Sp a Spanish guy. Mm -hmm. You have Sombra, who is Latina. Mm -hmm. You have um, Zarya, who's Russian, and also not built like a frail girl or woman. You know, she's a very strong woman. Um, you have this guy, uh, I think his name is, I can't remember all their names because it's been a while. Yeah, but no there's this guy from Africa, there's a guy from Brazil, Lucio is from Brazil, and he's got dreads, mm -hmm. right? Um, you, have a, you have a girl a girl character from India. So now you see diversity, right? Which is something you don't really see in video games, which I thought was, was fascinating at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that even though the characters are diverse, the bad guys are still... Uh, the, the color, the, the people of color who are, you know, the, divi diver the diverse folks mm -hmm. are still seen as the villains, right? So yes. with Reaper, with Reaper, this guy from Mexico, he's the leader of the bad guys of Talon, right? And it's a Spanish guy. And Sombra is this renegade hacker, right? So Latina hacker, mm -hmm. uh, the guy from Africa, Doomfist, that's his name. Doom. He's the bad guy, the dope right? Man. So... So even though we're finally getting representation in these games, the story is still the same. Interesting. The people of color are still being, are still the bad guys. Yeah. Now that's just one case. Um, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't been into, I know there's a new call of duty game that came out that's massively on uh, massively open, mm -hmm. open world, like Fortnite. Um, but I don't think there's a story in the traditional sense that a Call of Duty game would have. I know it's tied into the last game that came out, but it's also separate. Mm -hmm. But I think Overwatch, I don't, I don't think anything has competed with Overwatch since then um, in terms of diversity that I, that I know about, at least. Interesting. Sorry, sorry, before I forget. And they have this uh, character... Um, Oh my god, I can't remember her name, but she can she can like reverse time and stuff. But she is a lesbian, so now you have LGBTQ representation in a video game, which is something that's not really seen or done a lot. Hmm. Or if it's just, like and, subtle, right? Yeah, like sometimes it'll be subtle. You won't know for sure. And and and, and initially, Blizzard did make it um, subtle, hmm. right? And then I think maybe six months into it, they were just like, okay, whatever. Okay. I'm just gonna make sure everyone knows okay but that's interesting because like you said i don't remember video games being diverse i always remember you you take on kind of even if it's like a sci-fi game you know it's like halo yeah and and the 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 the, the, yeah. the hero who is um lesbian her name is tracer tracer just, okay. tracer yeah and she's oh. from england and then you have other you know you have farah from egypt Sumit sumitra from from uh india hmm. um yeah, it's unheard of. Unless you had a oh, there's a lot. There's there, there's, there's like two Japanese brothers. Yeah. So like it's very diverse. Um and that's and that, and that's the point I'm trying to make that it's it's something we haven't really seen in video games. 
And I, you know, I, while I do applaud that Blizzard for, for making a diverse game, I'm also reluctant to clap too hard because <laughs> we're still, we're still portrayed as the bad guy. Right. Right. We just need some, we need, we need some white folk in there. That's all we need. <laughs> we just need a sprinkle. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> And and, and 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 for the, and the folks who are listening, don't don't kill me too hard because I know they've introduced I think a dozen characters since I last played, um, and I and I think I know where the story is at, um, but oh, and I just remembered another game. I'll, I'll talk about that briefly. Okay. Okay. Uh, so so I don't really know where the story of Overwatch is right now, but the next game that came out, um, and this one blew up. It took it took a little time to blow up as as big as Fortnite, but it's called Apex Legends, and okay. they have some really diverse folks on there too. Like there's this guy Gibraltar who's Samoan, mm-hmm. right? There's some other characters, Lifeline. I think she's from Jamaica. Yeah, my bad. Somebody's knocking on my door. Oh, okay. Okay, so you said from Lifeline, someone's from Jamaica. Yeah, well, yeah, I think she's from Jamaica, so it's it's very diverse. Um, but hey, I don't. They're not following the traditional story, um, like Overwatch. Things are coming in bits of pieces. Is it? Is it? Is that game like um, let's say like a hero's journey kind of story? What kind of story is it? Well, the thing about first these these first person shooter games that are out now is that there's not really a story. You, you know, you're just loading in, and your job is to take out the other guy. Okay. And you're working with your team to kill the other guy, and that's it. That's 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 it for the story. It's not like uh, super. You know, it's not not like the like Super Mario or Pokemon, where like you're working your way up, you're building a team. You know who the bad guys are. You mm-hmm. know Team Rocket. Or right. you know it's Bowser and his kids, right? You have you're just, in in these shooting games. You're loading in. Mm-hmm. You're taking out your your job is to take out the other guy. It's very military that way. Interesting. You protect your team and keep it going. Yeah. So it's a form of conditioning in a lot of ways. I mean, games are essentially a form of conditioning. Um, yeah, they are. They are. Even like the earliest games, they're all remnants of war. You know, to some degree. You know, like football. That, that's you know, that's actually true for for for. Shooting games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else would that game be for other than to practice warfare? I don't. It's yeah. not like you're hugging anybody in those games or, or right. yeah. Or even the martial arts games that we grew up on. Like um oh my goodness, I'm blanking out right now. But you have like, Tekken, like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Tekken. Tekken, right. You have you know, you have yeah. those folks and it's martial arts, but with a twist, right? You have a little sci fi to it, like little could blow things out, Dragon yeah. Ball Z kind of stuff. Um, that was the fantasy of it. But now, I don't know, in your opinion, do you think like games are more real today? Oh, dude. Um, I, I have 20, Madden 2017. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how, that's how. It's football, right? It's a football game? It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a football game. Okay. And uh, one day I was, I was playing it and my pops walked through the, you know, he just finished work, walked in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, why is, I think it was, he, I think it was Thursday. He's like, um, Thursday night football at five o'clock. Why is it so early? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, no, this is a video game. Like, what? Because that's how clean. That's how clean the resolution was. That's crazy. Um, that's how. That's how. You know. That's how. That's how the graphics are these days. That's it crazy. looks so realistic, and you know, 
if you guys have ever seen Back to the Future, when Marty when Marty goes in, in into the future, yeah, and he, and that and Jaws comes out and he falls back because he's scared. Mm-hmm. Soon we're not gonna, we're gonna see these holograms that walk and talk, and you won't be able to tell. Right. That's how that's how good these graphic cards are getting. That's it, it's definitely interesting because it's come to, it's gonna come to a point where people are that's going to be part of their life. Same way we have our phones part of our lives now, those holograms and just the, the media that I guess whatever technology, whatever the name is of that technology at the time, it's going to be yeah. like everyday part of like, for example, say I go to work and see how we're talking right now. I can be at work with my virtual background. I can be like hooked into some VR thing and I'm doing something, something, whatever my job entails. Yeah. And that might be the new norm, you know, if things keep going this way. So I'm glad you actually brought that part up because COVID-19 has changed the way we work. Mm. A lot of folks who, th- who a lot of, a lot of companies, a lot of organizations who, you know, they're, they're, they've always said that work needs to be done in an office mm. are now finding that work can be done from home. So it's changing, it's changing lifestyles. It's changing company values. It's changing people's values right. because after this is all, all finished, you might find that a lot of folks like staying at home and working from home and they might want to keep, keep it that way because if you're still able to get your job, if your job, your job done from home, what's the purpose of being in an office? Right. What's the purpose of spending, you know, gas Stanley, or Metro or yeah. Stanley can, Stanley can get his job done from home. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he would be the first one on, 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 on board with but with every innovation, right, or every step forward, there's always a few steps that we take back in a different area, right? Right, right. So we've got real estate that will be unpopulated. You have areas that are no longer populated. And you won't have great shows like The Office. <laughs> I've been waiting. You know, I've been hearing real, the real estate, the market's going to crash. Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a house. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and... And I, you know, I've spoken to a uh, realtor. I spoke, uh, my parents are like, the market's going to crash. You're going to be able to buy soon. And I'm like, it's been, we're on week 10, I believe. Uh-huh. And nothing's happened. Uh-huh. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when that's going to happen. So I don't feel like real estate, the market has, has been touched yet. I know it will, hopefully, I don't know if soon is the word to say, but I know it will be, it will be touched. I just don't know when and how that's going to look.